How is he? The innocuous-sounding question was anything but. In fact, to refer to the man in question simply as he, without the accompaniment of one of his many honorifics, was grounds for execution. But for Unpak, that ship had long since sailed. He remembered what was at stake with every breath, and Pak intended to ensure that his co-conspirators did as well. The same. Pak examined the man standing before him, considering. Choi Haguk, chairman of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea and its supreme leader, had been incapacitated for the last week. One week since the Russians had unexpectedly handed Pak the opportunity of a lifetime. In most other places on Earth, one week was not a significant amount of time. Seven days. The length of a typical American vacation. But in the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, or DPRK, one week was time enough for an empire to fall. Or rise. But only if the weak-kneed man standing before him was telling the truth. And how is your baby daughter, Pak said, coloring the question with a smile. Her name is Seojun, correct? Of course it was correct. Though Pak was an unremarkable middle-aged man with a slight build, hairless scalp and thick glasses that magnified his watery eyes, he was also a member of the Korean Workers' Party. More important, Pak was a ranking member of the Politburo, a role with no parallel outside of the Hermit Kingdom. But here, in the land that time forgot, Pak was a minor deity, certainly not on the same scale as the Supreme Leader, but powerful in his own right. Even a minor god such as Pak could erase an entire bloodline with a single telephone call. Judging by the pasty look on the man's face, this knowledge wasn't lost on him. The man was a party member also, and a doctor to boot. But in the DPRK, science was no match for deity. Either way, the doctor's time on Earth was finite. If Pak was successful in his endeavor, there would be no witnesses. If he wasn't, well, Pak didn't intend to die alone. But just because the doctor had to be silenced didn't mean his infant daughter had to share the man's fate. Pack might be thorough, but he wasn't a monster. Not without reason, anyway. She is fine, comrade, the doctor whispered. Just fine. Good, Pack said with a nod. Then let's ensure she stays that way. Tell me again his status. Even here, in the sanctity of his temporary office located at the Musudan-ri Missile Test Facility, over 600 kilometers from the seat of government in Pyongyang, Pak refused to speak the supreme leader's name. Past generations had attributed mythical qualities to the nation's ruling dynasty, and while Pak didn't subscribe to such superstitious nonsense, he was cautious for a different reason. Unlike many of his fellow ruling elite, Pak made it a point to keep track of the advancements taking place beyond the DPRK's borders. He'd heard of listening devices that activated based on the utterance of a specific word. While Pak had his office swept for bugs regularly, 
One of the Supreme Leader's sycophants in the Ministry of State Security might have hidden some technological marvel that activated only when the Korean dictator's name was spoken.